Hi, I'm Greg Finn. I'm Jess Budd. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock here at Cypress North, where we bring you everything that's happened in the past week in digital marketing news that you can use. And we come to you every week here live without a net. And you can catch us live every Friday on YouTube, or you can consume us in podcast form via your favorite podcasting tool. Just look for Marketing O'Clock wherever podcasts can be found. Yes, and head on over to marketingoclock.com. Follow us along in the show notes for links to all the articles, everything cool we're talking about today. All right, and first up in digital marketing news this week, Google has announced via an update to the Help Center and via an email that us advertisers got that they're simplifying how to reach users on mobile. As <laughs> podcast <laughs> listeners, we have <laughs> poop-eating grins on our faces. And anytime you hear the word simple, it sends a shiver down any advertiser's back. Simple roughly translates to worse. <laughs> and so that's something that nobody is really looking forward to whenever that comes out. And, and the announcement really is the fact that they're going to remove the ability to use AdSense for mobile apps as an exclusion. And, and so what this really means is that when you're out there on any kind of display network, on the Google Display Network or GDN, you can show very easily on a lot of apps. There are many, many apps out there that monetize via AdSense and show ads from the Google Display Network. There's a very easy way to exclude all of this traffic if you're an advertiser. Most people do because a lot of these apps that, whether it's a, some kind of changing my voice into a clown or something like that that's free, again, a lot of times you have that fat finger syndrome where you're hitting an ad instead of getting my mime voice from my app. <laughs> mime voice is very quiet <laughs> Of course. And so the thought was, oh, all right, maybe, maybe, maybe it's going to be simplified. Maybe we can just click no, no, no apps. But the problem is that's not, that doesn't appear to be the case at the moment. And the great Ginny Marvin at Search Engine Land had followed up on this. And her statement was that Google says it's seeing greater parity between app and mobile web ad performance. And she also follows up to say, <laughs> I know that may not be what you're seeing and it may sound like Google's argument for combining desktop and tablet back in 2013 before reversing itself. And so the issue is, at the moment it appears that on September 1st, there is gonna be no delineation and no exclusion from the mobile web and apps. And this is a big deal mm -hmm. because of the reason that many apps are just a completely different user than somebody that's out there browsing the mobile web and looking at news. So we'll know more and we'll update more as this comes in. Make sure you tune in every week. But many people in the paid search industry are saying if this is actually the case, it's gonna be a no-go yeah. for display on mobile. Yeah. And that's a sad thing, it's really sad. But hopefully, there'll be an easy option and it will be simplified so that we can actually opt out of that ad. Yeah, hopefully it will be 
proven wrong, right? It's happened before. Hopefully, but you know, and even if this is the case, usually there's a ton of scripts and there'll be all these exclusion lists. They'll try to just exclude <laughs> the entire app, everything. But for now, it's something that if you don't address this, you may see a huge drop off in performance on mobile inventory on GDN come September 1st. So take a look at it and we'll and stay tuned and we'll keep you up to date. And if you don't follow Greg on Twitter, you should. It's at Greg Finn. He has an excellent meme about this whole situation. So if you need a little Friday humor, go in and look at that. Yeah, they weren't. Polly and uh, <laughs> Polly Senior, who have from Orange County, <laughs> County Choppers there. So it's, it's very it relevant and current. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good news. Out of Bing Ads, they are rolling out target CPA and maximize conversion bidding strategies which as Google Ads users, we've had for a long time, and I think all of us have kind of been waiting to see when this is gonna to come to Bing. So it is here. They've been testing this for about a year, and now it's generally available as long as your campaigns are targeting Australia, Canada, France, Germany, the UK, or the US. So pretty good stuff. And for people who like a little control with their automation, you can still set maximum CPC uh, bids at the campaign level, so that's good if you still want to stick within a cost threshold. This applies to both of those bidding strategies. You can also override your automated bidding strategy and opt for manual bidding at the ad group or keyword level, which I thought was kind of cool. So you still have really finite control if you want it, but you can take advantage of some of that machine learning, which is sweet. And of course, your bid adjustments will still apply to devices, ad scheduling, audiences and location, things like that with the automation or the automated strategies. Your campaign only needs a minimum of 15 conversions in the past 30 days, which is pretty low in order for this to work. But Bing does recommend you let it run for about two to three weeks so the machine can do its learning <laughs> and get you the best results. So cool stuff. Great. And just because your Google maximized conversions and target CPA is working at a certain level doesn't mean that Bing will. It's Excellent completely point. different. Yeah. So <laughs> it's has it's not just a one-to-one -one ratio that it's gonna work across, across different networks. So Very test, 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 test. Next up, Google is making it easier to discover data in search. And they came out with a way, a new schema that can be used to help display tables and other complicated information right within the search engine results pages. And they had said the Google News Lab had found that half of all newsrooms now have a dedicated data journalist, and they're trying to give better results for, for Google users. Mm -hmm. And if you are following on, on YouTube, you can see an example. But it's taking tables and taking data and trying to build something um, that might not fit into any of the other schemas and still saying that this is the data set um, of structured data that can be shown. So, uh, and again, this is called the data set schema and it can be used for tables, CSVs, and there's a whole slew of, of different ways that you can use this. But if you're trying to show specific information, no fear, there's a new schema for you called data set. Pretty cool, lots of new schema coming up lately, yeah, right? Speakable I mean, speakable last week. Yeah. yeah, so good stuff. All right. Facebook, speaking of good stuff, has updated some of its video metrics. The watch time, oh, for video ads, I should specify. The watch time metric now only includes unrepeated content. I guess it used to be that if a user rewound a little bit and watched a section again, that was included in the watch time, and a lot of people complained about that, so Facebook actually listened and got rid of that. So as of now, it is only reporting 
one, uh, I guess, instance of a segment of video that's watched from a unique user, which is good. There's a new video plays metric as well in Ads Manager, which counts actual video views. Again, it used to be that if there was a thumbnail in an ad and someone had autoplay turned off and the user viewed the thumbnail but the video never played, that was counted. That's now counted separately. It is not included in the new video plays metric, which is great. They also announced a partnership with Oracle's measurement platform, Moat, that will help to verify these video views and that data is coming quote, soon. Advertisers will have access to that so you can I guess trust it more because it's not just Facebook counting your stuff. Yes, they're the oracle of data. They know all. They know all. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Couple of uh, quick redundant quote metrics that are going away. The 30 second video view and video percentage watched are going away with this update as well. But you don't need them because you got all that other great stuff. Absolutely. And that brings us to this week's lightning round. And this week, first up, Facebook is helping businesses chat with its customers on scale with WhatsApp. And WhatsApp? Facebook, and Facebook <laughs> is allowing WhatsApp messaging to be integrated with ads. And there are going to be two different ways that you can track this. Can, uh, conversations started and messaging replies. So how many conversations were started with the WhatsApp ad unit and then also the messaging replies that, were, that had happened from that. So if you're having something on a customer service standpoint or you have a product that's really tricky to explain, you may test this out and, and see how it can go and work for you. And that's what's up. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, Bing Ads Editor, I'm all about Bing Ads today, I guess. In the editor, you can now add negative audiences, which you couldn't do before, which is kind of silly. Uh, you can add them to your campaigns and ad groups right in the editor interface, but they must already exist if you need to create, edit, or delete any of your audiences. You still have to go online to do that. Fantastic. <clears throat> okay, next up, Facebook has cut off access to hundreds of thousands of inactive apps and cut off their API access. And if you recall a few weeks ago when Facebook had started to tighten all of the security, they had said you had to get everything in by August 1st. Hundreds of thousands of people didn't, <laughs> and they no longer have access. And again, it's something that we are seeing across the board. Last week it was Twitter, this week it's Facebook, that people are losing more and more access if you do not comply. Yeah, so quit ghosting. They're sending you notifications about this stuff. It's your own fault. <laughs> Google, another broad core algorithm update was released this week. This happens several times a year and there's really no news with this. We're just letting you know that it happened. Google's advice is the same that it was last time. There's nothing really that you can do. They didn't release any details as to what about the algorithm was being updated and how it impacts your sites. They just say, keep focusing on creating great content and what's relevant will rise. So yep. FYI. And that was actually a specific quote from Danny Sullivan at Search Liaison on Twitter. And he had talked about the fact that having good content is what everybody should be focusing on, is that's what the saying is here. And that's, <laughs> again, that's just what you want. You want to have the best stuff. Right, but makes sense. Kind of the early results that have been coming around are just the fact that surprisingly people with better content have been doing well and it's been some of the more prominent content. And some of those you know, lesser updated pages are actually performing worse, so. Um, check your ratings and uh, hopefully if you have good content, it's going to be a pleasant surprise. Yes. If not, just don't check them. 
yeah. <laughs> ignore the problem, Don't it'll go away. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and as the train indicates, it is now time for the must-read marketing article of the week. This week's article comes from Justin Briggs, and the website is briggsby.com, and he has an article called Video Featured Snippets and Suggested Clips, and talks about how Google has calculated and what you can do to help your video show up for suggested clips. And he does a great job talking about um, some of the transcription options there, some of the how-tos, and really it's a great case study looking at those suggested clips that Google offers. And it's something that is just too lengthy, too in-depth to cover in fully here. So check out the show notes and don't miss this article. It's a really great look at the featured, the suggested clips from Google. And that does it for today's show. It is now officially not marketing o'clock. And make sure to check out all the stories that we covered today in our show notes. You can go to marketingoclock.com. And as we mentioned before, make sure that you subscribe so that you can follow us along here every Friday live on YouTube. And if not, Put us in your headphones on your favorite podcasting app, and we'll see you here again next Friday. Adios, amigos.